I literally am just Gladly. trying not to throw, not trying not to throw up. I just got so nauseous. <sighs> What'd you do last Other, night? Otherwise, I, otherwise, I would have loved to partake in that bit. All right. I had three bottles of wine. By yourself? Uh, yeah. Were you with penning? my roommate's cats? Were you writing? Were you journaling about your master plans and all that? Uh huh. Listening to classical music. He took. A, he had a big bowl of torn up pieces of bread, and he was pouring bo- wine into it, and then pouring sugar on top, and then eating it with a little spoon. Yeah. Here. What was that bread? Just regular bread. Yeah. Yeah. It's like white wonder bread, sort of. They didn't have like organic bread or or whatever back then. No, I do. I I was up to like four. I've been up playing um civilization six and i do feel every time i stay up all night playing games i feel like him in that scene when he kicks the tv over with the guys like staring at it yeah but you have a switch like a zombie a yeah switch with a little switch blade you're seeing the the love scenes in like final fantasy 7 or whatever and you're <laughs> like these motherfucker i want that I'll tell you, this movie did make me want to go to a, a naughty film. Oh, yeah. Porno theater. I wasn't really around much anymore. Tiki streaming, theater. Streaming killed it. What streaming about Fred Willard? It. Yeah, he was the last one. <laughs> so there um, one downtown or one in um, on Sunset. I always walked by. They're way less. And I really regret or like I miss like the communal aspect of the if theatrical experience. Yeah, now you're just doing it on home and stuff. Yeah, you can't get you can't get the same satisfaction on a D box seat. Yeah, exactly. When are they gonna have? When are they gonna Give have these D box seats like jerking you off? Let's I go. used to like. See, I was a, I'm a little older. I used to like going to them because I used to always ask out the cashier girl. Oh my god, dude! You know that was my move. I buy That's like a cool some. Move. That scene is so. <laughs> I buy some candy, so ask her out, and then. If she said no, well, then it's like, all right, I'm going to go watch a little movie. <laughs> kind of a win-win sort of thing. So what's That's a cool deal? theater. Is he, like, is he like autistic or Asperger's or is, it's just PTSD? He's just lost it, right? There's all, so, what are the theories? There's This is one of those movies. That's well, he's not, he, he's not sleeping either. So sleep deprivation. I can tell you all the theories. So go Will. this movie, Taxi Driver, directed by Martin Scorsese. Written by Paul Schrader, starring Robert De Niro. This is Paul Schrader's first screenplay. He wrote it in like four days or something. Whoa. He um, was divorced at the time. Got he the divorced was, guy energy. He's um, for oh for real though. <laughs> he was really divorced. He was a, he was working as a taxi driver because he had no money. That's he wanted cool. to make movies, I guess. And he was sleeping every night with a gun in his mouth. What do you mean? Like putting it in his mouth and then falling yes, asleep? Yes, he'd put a gun in his mouth every night and fall asleep. Like a pacifier. And he was, and that seems that seems like a little. That can't be true. A true yes, that's a, that's, that's a true. That's story. how I you write. fall asleep with like. Yeah, that's like, like a like a like a baby deep bottle. in his mouth. Okay, maybe he's just he's like cho- lips, he wakes up choking on it, or maybe he just you know maybe he's exaggerating to be like more. Yeah, you know, cool, more edgy, but like he would sleep with a gun. He was lonely and he realized there had been like two or three weeks where he had not spoken to another person. And living the dream. This wasn't the first screenplay he sold. 
he um him and his brother sold a screenplay called the yakuza with and that was a movie with robert mitchum it's pretty good and it kind of ends like taxi driver there's a big like killing spree at the end and then brian de palma wanted to make taxi driver and he knew de niro of course and scorsese and he was was kind of into it at the time scorsese had just made a movie called alice doesn't he was coming up. He just made a movie called Alice doesn't live here anymore with Jodie Foster in a small role. So that's how we do her. And then he had already made mean streets with cartel and De Niro. And then Scorsese loved the script for taxi driver. And he was like, I've been waiting my whole life to make a movie like this. So like, this is exactly the kind of movie I want to make right now. And only, you know, he was like the perfect director to make it because he knows that area. He knows New York. He's from New York. He's from Hell's Kitchen. And, you know, De Niro was kind of perfect for it. I think he had already won an Oscar for Godfather 2. So he was a big star. And the no, other thing is, right? yeah, De Niro he already won an Oscar. So like famous. Yeah, no, was, he's, I thought this was like one of his blow ups. He's also, acting d- very young. He does a good job acting young. But what about but in Godfather Two? He's young. They say he's, they say he's twenty-six. His character in Taxi Driver. I wonder how old he actually, how old was he? I don't know. Pretty but you young. forgot. But you're skipping over Mean Streets. How's that fit in? Well, Mean Streets was a big breakout hit for Scorsese, and it got him like huge acclaim, huge acclaim, like tons of acclaim. And also, you know, what's interesting is like Mean Streets is the breakout role for De Niro, but. De Niro made two movies with Brian De Palma before that, Greetings and Hi Mom. So De Palma actually is like had a little run with De Niro before Scorsese that not a lot of people know about. But so Scorsese got the sloppy seconds. Damn, dude. They made better that, movies that together. De Niro sloppy seconds. Scorsese, De Niro. Brian they had De a, they made a bunch of movies. De Niro. <laughs> Robert DiGiorgio. Made the most Niro. of it. He made the most. He broke of it. him in. <laughs> yeah, but blew his, blew his back walls out or what? The thing here's the thing eh, about on. that about Schrader and De Niro. Just picture. Hold on, real quick, William. Just picture Robert De, Robert De Niro getting his just getting his ass absolutely blown out by Brian De Palma by Bri- <laughs> by <laughs> Martin Scorsese and then Martin. And you know what he said to him? You fucking my ass. <laughs> you fucking, are you fucking my ass? You fucking my ass. I don't see nobody else around here. And then he like does a little jerk and then a gun in a hand shoot out of his butthole and pointed at <laughs> Brian De Palma. That's cool. Tony like Lozano says, says hello. Just a bullet just pushes out slowly and falls on the ground. <laughs> Brian was like, well, oh, what the fuck? Whoa. Oh, this guy's weird. Well, I'm going to have to get him in some movies. There's a big influence on this movie that hangs high over the entire thing, and that is The Searchers. It's a Western from the 50s that De Palma, not De Palma, Schrader and Scorsese were just obsessed with that movie. And there's a scene in Mean Streets where all the characters even watch The Searchers, but Taxi Driver is basically, movie? they watch a, like a big <laughs> they fight watch scene. The movie in, inside the movie. Yeah. It's a great scene. Very powerful two out two and a half hour scene. It's great. Um it's a gangster Mean movie. Streets is a masterpiece. Taxi driver's a masterpiece. 
King of New York is not. That was their next movie. But then they're back with Raging Bull, King of Comedy. I mean, they were just on they were just on fire. I think you're forgetting about a little movie called New York, New York. Oh yeah, New York, New York. That's what I meant. Instead of King of New York. New York, New York is not that good, but De Niro's amazing. Bomb, in it. Right. And then he like did a bunch of Coke or something like that. He's on Coke and Taxi Driver. This movie's all coked out. De Niro. This is hip. Scorsese. Scorsese. New York, well, he New York. He put himself is... in the movie twice. That's like a Coke. Really? Where was That's he? Coke behavior. Well, Where he has he? a cameo when she walks in through the. He says like they cannot touch her, and then she walks into the. Civil Shepherd walks into the campaign headquarters for the first time, and he's sitting there smoking a cigarette, and that's going to be his little cameo. I guess. I but then he's the guy. Very... Yeah. Is but then a... he's hold on. Then he's the guy in the taxi cab later yeah, on. He yeah. says like I'm going to shoot a. Well, Brian doesn't know. He's like I'm going to shoot a woman with a pussy. In the pussy with a forty-five. Oh yeah, okay, that's him. But that actor that's didn't him. show up that day, so that's why uh, he's in it twice. Otherwise, he, if everything went according to plan, that would have been his like little Hitchcock cameo. But it's kind of a funny. It's almost a mate. It's like a perfect spot if you're making a movie. You want to put yourself in a place where everybody's going to really notice and feel like you're a, be, as special as a beautiful lady. You put it in yeah. with, where you introduce this like dreamy walk of this beautiful lady. And then you're, you're in the background. There's a little ugly guy like being like, ah, it was like, hey, this guy's, this guy's he's beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Because a beautiful I'm woman. Walk, gonna, like, I, I think that would make him look uglier. No, no. There's like a residual. In contrast. Effect. You're just feeling the feelings of like what you feel when you see a beautiful woman. But that now your your brain is implanting that onto, you know, a short Italian Jew. It's not a Jew. I thought he was Italian and Jewish. Are you retarded? <laughs> you thought the, Martin Scorsese was Jewish? Well, he, the movie's he? like he, an Italo-Judeo production. So I thought that was like a funny thing about being like, I'm... He's Italian, right? That's what it says in the credits. He was going to be a priest. He's Whatever. Catholic, oh, yeah, baby. Right. Okay. What are you talking about? A Catholic baby. Martin Scorsese a Jew? He's going to be a priest? He has that Jewish energy, I guess. Because he's short? Oh, he he's talks from New York. Fast. He's from Brooklyn or whatever. No, he's from he's not from Brooklyn. He's from New York. I'm <laughs> just getting all the you information. You should be talking. Wrong. You should be talking the most right now, William. You it's your say Ryan is yeah, looking very beautiful. Ryan's looking very beautiful today. Yeah, and I'm um, also in the shot, and you're putting. Well, you're sick, looking pretty ugly. Yeah, it's making you look ugly. In the blue shed. Ooh, that's a good one. The guy in the so, blue shed. The Searchers is a big influence. There's lots of allusions to the Searchers. So the Searchers is about two cowboys looking for a girl who's been kidnapped by a Native American tribe. It's a big influence on Star Wars also. Um, Uncle Owen and Aunt Brew's death is taken directly from the Searchers. There's a shot of two corpses that look exactly like Star Wars. There's throughout the movie in Taxi Driver, he's constantly being called cowboy. Um, Harvey Keitel, he's dressed He's kind of dressed like a Native American. Um, he has long hair, I guess. He has a uh, he, he, he looks like Puerto pin. Rican. The hair. Um stone a fun voice. Well, and he had those shirt. He dressed was dressed like Ricky Ricardo. Or not Ricky Ricardo, the He's supposed to be black. That's the thing. That character is yeah. written as a black guy, and the the movie studio, because it's made by a real movie studio, Columbia, and they're like you got to make him white. 
You gotta make him black. (laughs) You can't make him black, and you can't have De Niro just killing a bunch of black guys at the end of the movie. Yeah. But it it works because Harvey Keitel is so cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's good. And it's not an easy role. I mean, he's never really played anything like this. Um, He did pretty good. I feel this is a big inspiration for Drexel in True Romance, played by Gary Oldman. I think that's why Tarantino came up with that idea. He's like, oh, a white pimp who acts black. That's cool. Hey, but wait, why is The Searchers? I mean, besides the cowboy stuff, this is, feels like very different movies. There's so much like <laughs> internal monologue and things like that. But beyond like there's, the a, cowboy, there's a lot of other info. Well, also, she's okay. So in The Searchers, John Wayne is a war vet. He's after the Civil War. Travis Bickle is a war vet. It's after Vietnam. Or like character uh, and then like him going on this quest for this girl to save this yeah. girl. Yeah. He's saving this girl, but they add a bunch of new. There's a lot of other influences. There's a movie Diary of a Country Priest. That's where uh, you know, Schrader gets all his diary scenes from. That's where a guy, that guy in Diary of Country Priest, his old black and white French movie, he like rips apart bread. Pours like liquor on it, eats it for his like stomach. He like stomach pains. You know, there's lots of, there's tons of movie references in this, but it, it's still a very original and striking movie because of the three people I'd say who have the most influence over it, which are De Niro, Scorsese, and Schrader. I mean, each of them are like working at the top of their level and they each elevate each other's work. Totally. Yeah. You know, like you couldn't. The original person they wanted to cast was Jeff Bridges. Mm, I don't no, see no, that. No, 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 no. De Niro does a great like. Well, he he's got that like. He even he's even really good and like like uh full his performance is like full of all this like backstory and subtext even at the beginning where he just like looks tired like he's talking about how he can't sleep that's why he wants to work the night shift stuff like that and he looks like that. And yeah, and he progressively full method. Yeah, full method, which I feel like if you weren't full method in this, it would be method is it'd be hard to not be method is the best. How do you how do you kind of he he kind of plays he he plays dumb real well, like uh, like aloof, not really dumb, but just like the whole taking the girl to the freaking movie theater. And then he he looked he genuinely looked like, oh, I didn't know this was a weird thing to do. And then, yeah. and he, but then he's yeah, like, he gets like more hands. His hair changes. The hair person on this movie did a great job. Yeah. Oh yeah. What Who's girl the hair person at the movie theater? We got to get into Sybil Shepherd. Yeah. So he falls in love with Sybil Shepherd, a, a girl way out of his league, and he's like stalking her, and he's like looking at her, and, and he crushes it. He. He does a great job asking her out, even though he's like kind of creepy and staring at her and drinking well, soda I think and looking he at her. That scene he doesn't is awesome. Realize, he doesn't realize how good he is being at picking, like when he's talking to her. I, that's what I'm saying. He seems kind of dumb or unaware. Or it's like and his so focus. He, he's just being, he... he was just being honest. He was like, oh, I think you're really beautiful. I want to take you out. Da, da, da. But he has this like focus and intensity that his character has, but and it's like applied towards her in that scene. And she's yeah. Like, um but also like also like we before that we've seen her in these scenes with albert brooks and I, like albert brooks is like so annoying and uh like these scenes are just kind of like these charming little ro- romantic comedy scenes from a movie of that time and you're just like i oh, mean i hope this 
I hope the taxi driver kills this guy. Yeah. What? You don't like Albert Brooks? Well, it's like he's being so, you know, because those people are full of shit, ultimately. Who Who is he? The politicians? Jesus Christ, Adam. What the hell is wrong with you? Adam. Well, that's how I feel. Okay. Like it takes those neurotic, like James Brooks, Woody Allen sort of scenes. James Brooks? James Brooks, director of The Paper Chase? You mean Albert Brooks? We got you, Adam. You got me. (laughs) Okay, so what? No, here's the thing what's going on with Albert Brooks. Here's what's going on with Albert Brooks, okay? Oh, excuse me. Those scenes are bad. They're the worst scenes in the movie. They're kind of bad on purpose, I think. Who is? Is he the politician? Scorsese cast Albert Brooks. Scorsese cast Albert Brooks to make it as lively and interesting as possible. He put a he's this hot, young, cool comedian. Yeah, he's like charming and uh he's charming in that like contemporary romantic comedy way. They have these like charming banter scenes and they're very different yeah. from, oh, from Robert oh, De Niro's guy. like kind of intense weirdo vibe. Just go, dude. Whatever. I, I, I'm saying something that's like upsetting you. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I mean, I you're agree. just interrupting me and, you. and you're just like making things up. Well, I was making a point and then you started winking at me and saying other things. And then well, you said James Brooks. Yeah. James L. Brooks movies. Broadcast. Broadcast yeah. News. Like they're an Albert Brooks. I don't know. The last picture. What's the show? problem. What's the problem? No, I'm just fucking with you. Well, Keeping you nobody, on your toes, okay? I don't know who any well, of these people like are. I'm, I'm going to be honest and let you guys know something right now. I have four guns on me at this moment, okay? <laughs> I have four guns. I have two in holsters. I have one in the back of my pants, and then I have one in my arm sleeve. And I may or may not have a bullet in my anus. I usually sleep, sleep with, with about one in four your guns. Mouth. Yeah, four guns in my mouth. <laughs> I've been up all morning doing push-ups, working out. I got hurting my hand on the stove. I got a third hand and forearm up my ass holding a gun. I've got two guns up each nostril. I worked four shifts yesterday, okay? I have over $3,000 in cash and a giant wad. And I've been eating nothing but candy, okay? Candy so I am hyped. Nothing but I, nothing but uh, adult movie theater I, candy? Hey, he's kind of living the vegan lifestyle, right? Yeah. What are you eating? No, he's leave, living. The, he's living a vegan lifestyle. He's yeah, eating bread, he eating? whiskey, and like can't sugar. Candy. Oh, you're talking about um, Frank or what's his name? Yeah, Frank. Frank Rizzo, Frank the taxi driver, or Travis? What is his name? Travis. He um, eats McDonald's a lot. He has a quarter pounder. There's a great shot early on in the movie where he's like, "There's so Bro. much garbage in the street. I wish a rain would wash it all away." And then you just see his house, and it's complete. It's a complete he's mess. part of the he's part of the trash too yes he's a trash human well he's got no furniture it's just a tv on like a nightstand or a in ta- like it's, a, it's not a permanent i don't know he's to marie condo that place for sure and he's, and he's got a marie six. condo the streets i'm i'm really glad they didn't do any like flashback war flashbacks that would have made it way cheesy tarantino has a theory Tarantino yeah. has a theory that he never went to war. Yeah, he's like an unreliable narrator because he's kind of unhinged. Mm-hmm. And he lies all the time. He's just constantly lying. He lies to his parents. He lies to the Secret Service agent. He has no real friends who actually know him or like, are like, hey, I went to high school with you, Travis. It's like, yeah, what are you talking about? Like, are you okay? Like, 
everyone yeah. is, is like a trans almost a transactional like ca- relationship ca- like customers in a cab Ooh. exactly going in but bets going off but he falls in love with betsy he doesn't know her he's do you think he's a virgin you mean he yeah. might yeah he it could be like a, he's an incel right that's the modern basically well he's gonna, of this. he's gonna yeah he was gonna he's shoot definitely the an politician. Incel. Um, but here's the thing, like what's great. This is why I said like the three of them all working together, make it better because Schrader is coming from historical accuracy. Like, uh, Charles Whitman, who shot up the Texas college. He was a vet. We Harvey Oswald. He's a vet. There's a lot of vets who go on these killing sprees. Like maybe F some, F some up going over to war, but didn't, but De Niro with his improv and his acting and his and Scorsese letting that vagueness work, like just because he says he's a vet doesn't mean That's he's true. a vet, right? You know, and it's well, like he's got that huge scar on his back, though. Yes. So he might be, but like who knows what's up with him? Um, but he falls in love with Betsy, and Betsy's just this is a to- typical young guy move, you know. Going head over heels, never even spoken to her. He asks her out. He walks in. He's got a nice jacket on. And he, you know, he comes on very intense. And this scene is tricky because he has to be convincing enough that you go like, well, she says yes. Sybil Shepard. She likes likes the bad boys. Definitely a difficult scene to like pull off, like like convincingly for for the audience and stuff. And and it's, it's a really good scene. And you got like Except, Albert Brooks in the background, like of the of each shot, just like kind jealous of jealous as hell. When the sh- when the shot cuts away, cuts to like the opposite angle, it's like he en- then enters that. He's kind of like looking because he's been like he's, putting a lot of work in, playing a long game. Yeah, freaking weirdo. This guy comes in and walks. Well, that's how it goes. And he just literally asks. You got friends. It's almost like it's almost like you don't have to play games. Yeah. You know, he says, "Hey, let's go to a diner. Let's get some food." He gets a cup. He gets a apple pie with a slice of cheese. I think that was a really good choice. Yeah. yeah what the fuck is that? Why do why yellow people cheese. eat that all the time? My grandpa used to eat that. What? It's Midwestern. Yeah, Midwestern it, has but, such disgusting food. It, like, I never understood it. Stop. Like, he's such a New Yorker, which is funny. Traits. Yeah. Maybe that's him, like trying to be like, I'm a good, a good boy. You know, good American boy. I mean, he looked James, like he liked it. He, that's what makes me believe he probably was in the military because he does. Seem Jeff like Bridges, a, you know, Midwest he could have brought that Midwestern energy, right? But De Niro is such an obvious New York Italian. Yeah, but it yeah, works, and you got to have somebody that grew up in that city too to be to be a taxi driver. They have to know their way around. You can't be from India. You can't bring bring in some. You can't be from India. You can't you come be in born in New York. You got to be born and raised in the gutters, the trash gutters of New York City. No foreigner could ever make it as a taxi driver in New York. If you if you if didn't have a rat in the operating room when you were being born, you ain't you ain't a New Yorker. Amen, brother. Things are going good with Betsy. He says some insane shit where she's like, "Wow, I don't think I've ever met anyone quite like you before." Because he's like insane. And, oh, he, she tried. He tr- she quotes like a Chris Christopherson song lyric, and he's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" 
a yeah, walking he's, contradiction. He's, he's a contradiction. Chris Christopherson's in the previous Scorsese movie. Uh, Alice doesn't live here anymore. And, little... and what else is he in? Bloom and Love. No. I think a little bit farther down the cinematic Blade. history. Yeah. Blade. Hell yeah. Wix, Wix, and Travis Bickle carries a blade. Blade's kind of like a sequel to Taxi Driver. Isn't Blade Blade's that thing where you can do think six degrees, it. everything tight goes back to Blade? Yeah. True. Every movie. Even now before and date, after. Blade never went on a date like this, though. He never asked a girl out and took her to a a vampire movie so this porno i mean this has to be the worst porno movie ever made he takes yeah, you see, like a chicken por- fetus and shit like and like sperm it's art yeah and an orgy and he's just like watching it <laughs> yeah there's what's funny is in that district of new york times square at the time there were so many movie theaters you could have seen jaws or rocky at one of those other no though yeah he thought that was a normal theater if he had just walked 50 feet he could have seen like anything, but yeah, she's not into it. And it's a great scene. Bless her heart for bless her heart for trying though. She sat down. She yeah, was she's she like, maybe for, this is European, you know. Yeah, she stayed for about 30 seconds. I don't like movies like this. I don't know anything about movies. <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. I don't know anything about movies. Yeah. And uh, he starts calling her all the time and he's on the payphone. And there's a great shot where the camera just like pans away from him because he's so pathetic. It's like, I can't even look. The camera's being like, <laughs> yikes. Let's get out this of guy's, here, guys. This guy Buddy, maybe sucks. don't send that text. Good luck, dude. Yeah. Sending flowers. She sends them back. And then he shows oh, up yeah. at the office and just like, you're going to die in hell. You're going to, you belong in a hell. <laughs> just like karate <laughs> at like albert brooks he's still playing it cool oh yeah that he's karate pose. now he's playing a long game that's karate pose is insane it's like seven dimensional chess you know and eventually well, and does he's work. like he's like i've let my body get loose so then he starts working out after that yeah that's when he when he fully fully snaps well and second, he starts working snapping. out and he says he needs a sense of purpose. So that's and another they, reason why I think he was actually a Marine, because he, he definitely had a Marine body. He was pretty jacked. And he's burning his hand over the stove. It's more like skinny, but ri- like ripped. You know, like yeah, under weight, but Eff- efficient. Yeah. What lightweight? Hey, do you think uh, so? They really did. He really did that. He really held his arm over a stove. I mean, it could have it been cheated. Well, it's movie fire. It's fake. William. It's just a piece of scarf with a, a, was, a light underneath and there's prop, a little wind. There's a little fire. fan blowing it. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that checks out. It's no, he's holding it like five inches away. And it's I just feel the like camera. It, the camera just hot. makes it look. Oh, it's also, just makes it look, it's just a zoom. Yeah. Going up. Yeah. But I'm it sure he still like felt half some a heat. Second. So. It's, it's what they do in pornos to make their dicks look bigger because no one has a dick that big. Most guys from below. (laughs) Every guy, you know, they're rocking a good one or two inches. Yeah. It's it's all the camera. You got to use a GoPro. You put a GoPro at your belly button. Get that fish eye. 
effect. <laughs> yeah. I mean, going across the entire, a dick going across the entire screen and like Ben. It's like the opening of Star Wars. Yeah. I'd like to we see that POV. That. The belly button POV. Totally. Wait, you put, what, a, little, you put a hidden button? camera in your belly button? Yeah. <laughs> That's just the angle. Oh, and then your dick when it flops yeah. up. Or Sometimes. Up. I mean, you know, or there's just like Flop. an ass in your face. Flopped. <laughs> they don't flop. They just, they're they stiff just and small. <laughs> they're stiff and small. And they... You're right. You're right. They poke straight out. Mine whips. Mine... It's more like and a so... hole on the front of your body. Yeah, it's <laughs> technically inside. It's like a diglet. You have to yeah. dig it out. Yeah, we all know what what real dicks are what like. Bon- what boners yeah. are. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. this movie magic shit. Yeah, like a dog. Effects. Mine, mine looks like a dog. That's cool. <laughs> no, it's weird. Like a full dog. Mm-hmm. With four legs, everything, fur. Dude. Mine too. What kind of dog? Chihuahua. Honestly, yeah. a dick could, you can <laughs> yeah. have a dick that looks like a chihuahua. As a, I mean, you know, that's way than some realms yeah. of reality. So now, <laughs> now I know you're telling the truth. So if he was gonna like in his dream scenario, Betsy likes the movie, and then she comes back to his house of filth and garbage, and then he just like they fall in love, lays down on top of her for five minutes, and it has porno sex yeah, with her. And and Jack, like, yeah. Wow, Jack thanks, Travis. He's like, you want a juju bee? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even when she like comes back. At the end, it's like, yeah, if he took her to her apartment or his apartment, she'd be like, what the fuck? She he has be, no game. Yeah, that's safe to this say. This is why it's like, it's so great now we have pickup artists and guys like Andrew Tate who can help young men yes, like this, you know, definitely. stay on the short and narrow. Travis just needed we just, mystery. He just needed a leader. He just needed a leader. Yeah, it'd be you know, cool if he was wearing a scarf and like a top hat. Like a big feather boa at the end, yeah. He's like totally refined his uh, himself. <laughs> he's dressed like Jody that's why Foster. she wants to come back. Yeah, he's in a horse carriage instead of a taxi. Changed. Just a classic he's... New York horse carriage. Oh, he's a horse yeah. carriage driver. It's a fun yeah. version of this movie. <laughs> he's got an accent all of a sudden, but it's like, De Niro it's, trying it to do a, a so trying bad to do a British accent. The horse is just shitting in front of him, shitting like, right up like out. two seconds. There's like rich people in the back just banging. <laughs> yeah, I got a businessman and a hooker. Yeah, that's old New York. Really old New York. Well, how long along. did he go to? Pri- how long did he go to prison for? Zero days. He doesn't. He's a hero. He was in a coma, and then that was it. But then he his hair was grown. Yeah, how long was he in the coma? Because his hair grew out. Well, we'll get, we let's, get to, let's get to it. We're going through the movie. Oh, so, like Jody Fox. Then he, so he goes, I need a sense of purpose. So then thing. he switches his like fixation on the Jody Foster who had been, um, he had met earlier. She was um, trying to get in his cab and then Harvey Keitel said, come on, get out. Come on, bitch. Yeah. And Be then cool, throws yeah. De Niro $20. And De Niro keeps that $20 bill. Doesn't spend it. But yeah, then he gets fixated on her. And then the girl who's with Jodie Foster, the bl- the other blonde, that was her, um, like, that was the girl who was, that girl was an actual street hooker who taught her how to dress, how to act, like how to walk. That was her coach. 
how old was she? You think Jodie Foster is actually 12 and a half. She's pretty young. I don't know. She's she in might be like 14. Seems she a little like, on the young side. If you ask yeah, me. Very much. For somebody to be a pros, street well, prostitute. It, she she was Seems, kind of getting trafficked. You also would probably get arrested very quickly with yeah. that in public. But hey, it happens. Happens too much. That's the thing, like opinion. by making her white and the pimp white, it just like It becomes more of a movie and less of like a really fucked up documentary like feeling of New York, you know, because like, well, then you find out she was a missing part. She's been missing because she ran away from home. But also this Mm -hmm. movie, this is a very early movie to be this like raw and shit. Not really, especially for a studio movie. No, it's not. Well, the violence. Midnight Cowboy came out in 69. That's X-rated. I've never seen it. Midnight Cowboy is pretty fucking raw. All the shits in Midnight Cowboy. X-rated in 69. That's and one best picture. There. Clockwork Orange well, is a studio sense. movie. If in, in 1969, the X-rated movie's got to win best picture. It's the it year was, of the 69. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like, <laughs> it only happens six, once a century. Midnight Cowboy won best picture. X-rated. And then like within a day or two you know like all these porno theaters would just go like x-rated triple x-rated and they would just have these underground movies that actually didn't have any rating x-rated and they would just and they just blew out that rating and destroyed it and means nothing now it's not special no one wants it's like a kiss of death you know it's just like it's associated with pornography yeah even though most of those tvma bad boy tvma is actually Close like to hard. an NC seventeen than R. Like it's Get there's some hardcore. I've seen some. You, I've seen some hard shit is so on TV. Vague. You, it can it can yeah it can yeah vary. MA is like more intense than like R rated movies because it's self it's self administered. There is no R- TV rating industry. They could be Whereas like the I'm movie a rating. MA. The yeah the movie thing is actually submitted to a group of like nuns and doctors and like all these stupid Wait, for real people yeah nuns. they actually yeah like really shitty but they're crooked too they're they? super crooked and they you crooked know they nuns? let studios <laughs> these goddamn nuns dude these goddamn nuns need to straighten out somebody's gotta they're clean all up jiggle. the nuns they're all flicking their bean watching taxi driver they know you, it's you know it you know that taxi driver was originally rated x also but they had to do some rate of color tinting at the end to make it R. So do you want to tell Ryan about that story? No, let's just get, let's do the Iris stuff real fast. So Iris, he's got, he gets fixated on Iris and like that scene where he first, he just like, he like goes, I want to talk to her. I'm going to rescue her. So he basically picks her up. You know, are you guys on? Ryan froze. Did I lose internet? Come back. Ryan's gone. Hold on one second. Ryan left. That's Ryan's fucking with you, I think. I gotta stop. She's putting in a cat. Just kidding, boy. Oh, look, that's cute. A cute reason to knock your wife. No, I'm just like I'm just like high as hell, and it it froze, and I thought you two were just fucking with me. 
Yeah, we thought you were fucking with us. All right. Uh, so we were talking about Iris. So he picks her up and he's like, this is how he first gets to know her. He goes like, he basically books her right on the street. And she goes like, go talk to that guy, Matthew. So then he goes, talks, he talks to Harvey Keitel. And this is one of the best scenes in the movie. It's De Niro and Keitel. It's a transactional scene, you know, but Keitel thinks he's a cop because De Niro is such a square. He looks like a cop too, walking up like that. Keitel says a bunch of crazy shit. He's like singing a song about Chinatown or something. He's like, I'm going to Chinatown. Like, and then he's like, I had a horse in Coney Island. It died. He's really funny in this movie. Officer, officer, I'm clean. I'm clean. Yeah. yeah he, what is happening? His hat, his accent. It's all very funny stuff. De Niro's okay. always confused. Like, why Why do you think I'm a cop? I'm hip. I'm cool. Well, he, like, Buddy, you don't look hip. Yeah. Um, oh. It's just a great scene. And then he goes like, you're really a cop, aren't you? And then he goes, all right. And then he goes upstairs with Iris. Or he finds out her name and her name is easy, but she goes by oh, yeah. Iris. <laughs> um, easy. Should have been something like Bertha or like Eunice or yeah, Esther. I think like Iris is a pretty girls would like that name, I think. Well, that's the thing. It's like, why don't you use your name Iris? It's a nice name. Yeah. But if but her name was easy. like, I'm Big Bertha, I don't like it. Call me easy. It's like, okay, why don't we call you Tits McGee? Yeah. We'll do tit, Tits and Nips. Just call me Tits now, and Nips. According to Harvey Keitel, yeah, okay, she's really good in bed. He says if she if you, she sucks your cock, she'll make it explode. Okay, yeah, that sounds yeah. like I don't want that. It's the pimp selling the <laughs> prostitute. Which, what, and what are your thoughts on what are your thoughts on that? Believe he also says a thing that's very like movie ish, where he's like, if you don't fuck her tonight, there'll be a, she'll be out here every day, fucking lots of dudes. So you better yeah. kill me and rescue her. Mm. It's like he's saying a lot of unnecessary stuff. I'll be right here on this doorstep every day. Every 12 day. and a half years old. No weapons on me. Uh-uh, not me. Clean and here, clean. Vulnerable on the stoop. It's just... When he taps his arms and says, I'm clean, that's like, hey, I'm, I'm not using heroin right now. So De Niro figures yeah. out he's a junkie. But Iris is all, all about it. She's like, yeah, you know, like, let me take my top off. She's you been know, pe- like, like, yeah, turned out or whatever happens. Don't do that. She's, and then she, she's just real in robot mode. Yeah. And De Niro's in like, he's like a really I good like, guy. I like that he, um, they, they did it more of like a father figure route and not like he's wants to hook up with this kid. Well, that's he wants to be he wants to be like a hero. What are you talking about? No. That's the that's the subtext because the thing that's interesting is the transference of obsession from Betsy to Iris. Right. You know, and also the peer and like but it's like a direction for his life kind of thing. Yes, but there's this is part of the subtext. And also that like Iris is literally a whore, Betsy's um you know political p- whore. Pure and white and oh clean and virginal in his eyes um i mean right. it's his he's of course scattered brained and it's all insane like why would he take this pure woman to like a porno movie like 
there's so many contradictions, but there's all these little currents that make everything so interesting. So while all this is going on with Iris, he's still kind of obsessing over Betsy in the way that he's thinking about killing Palantine. Cause that's his other sense of purpose the is like politician that Betsy the Paul, for. Yeah, the I I miss I missed that link. Why did he want to go kill was he rude to him? Well, no, you know, because in the in the cab, it's like he has he, he Palantine gets in his cab one time. Yeah, and they him. have a nice they have a nice talk. It's kind of like a Gavin Newsom kind of guy, right? You'd say he's a Democrat. Yeah, but like a machine. He's Democrat. definitely a Democrat. Yeah, he's a machine. He's well, New yeah. York, yeah. New York, yeah. California, Democrats. He, so he gets in and they He's kind of impressed, but I don't know. He's feeling it out. He thinks, like, ultimately, he thinks that this guy is like bullshit. He's like, jealous. He, actually, he's he knows, literally jealous. No, he knows that. Like the he's talking to him about like how like uh, the streets need to be cleaned up, and then the guy's like, "All right," and then he goes out, and he's like throngs of like admirers and stuff like that. And then, and then the and then the on TV, the politicians like people are really happy with how things are. So, so Travis is like. Oh, this guy's full of shit. He, he's not going to change anything. Yeah. He's the problem. So that's why he puts focus on. Well, no, that's that's true and all, but it's also that Betsy works for him. Betsy, yeah, he's essentially pretty, Betsy's pimp. Simpler. Than yeah, it's kind of like that, a. Yeah. Well, it's like a easy way to redirect that towards like. But oh, Palatine like, is full of shit because he also says like. I have learned more things. from taxi cabs than anywhere else than every like group of lobbyists in America. He just wants to vote. Shit. Yeah. yeah, of course. And but Betsy, also Travis is clearly insane. So he's like, cool, man. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, scum and shit in the street. Great. I hope a rain yeah, washes totally. it away and kills all the fucking black and gay people and drug addicts. <clears throat> totally. Yeah, yeah, you got um, vote for me. I just want to say there's a lot of scum and shit out there, and I plan on cleaning it up. If he went up and immediately was like actually moved by De Niro's speech, yeah, he's like, "We're gonna we're gonna get out here." So that's it. There's another guy in the movie, (laughs) Peter Boyle, as Wizard. He's like the taxi guy who he like looks up to. Yeah. So that's all the that, stories and shit. Peter Boyle, actor? he's in King of Queens. No, he's in Everybody Loves Raymond. Fucking oh yeah, Everybody Loves Raymond. Whatever. Young Frankenstein. He's in this, but he's in this movie called Joe that came out before this. Now Joe is a big influence over this movie. I mean, even putting Peter Boyle in it is like hmm. a little tip of the hat towards it. So Joe is about a guy who's rich, and then he kills his his girlfriend's pimp boyfriend. And he brags about it at a bar. And then Joe is there, Peter Boyle. And he's like, what? You really did that? You killed him? Oh, man. And he, Joe's super racist, says the N-word, hates all. He basically sounds like Travis Bickle or Donald Trump. Like, it's super reactionary, right-wing guy who hates the hippies and shit. So Joe is more of a melodrama. The ending has a killing spree, but it's, you know, it's kind of cheesy compared to Taxi Driver. Wait, you so you... You think that Travis is fully uh, just a right wing dude? Yeah, he's well. He has no political actual ideology, but he is. There is a reactionary bent to him. Yeah, he's just reacting to the hatred of the of the people that he sees, and but he also puts himself in that situation. Mm -hmm. 
he has no reason to be he doesn't have to drive at night he doesn't have to drive he, he could drive to even be in new york he doesn't have friends or family there he could go anywhere yes. he wants he could drive guys to the airport to hotels he's he's choosing to do because he they said he'll do anything right he'll, he'll yeah. pick anybody up he'll go anywhere there's another element to of politics which is by making him a vet it's like he's now a v he's now performing the vietnam war on americans that he disagrees yeah. with the killing yeah. the massacring the it's like whoa there's all this shit going on. It's like bringing the Vietnam War home, you know. Yeah, bringing but he's like... he finally he finally got sleep in that coma, and he chilled out oh, after true. that. True, he just true. needed sleep. Interesting. So he, this, this doing, hopefully like, was right a, thing. hopefully not, like, this killing. was a one one time. He was going to kill. Palantine. He was going to kill the. Yeah, he got caught. Yeah, but that's like that's because he was like, you know, he had a gun like, and he oh, was walking up to him. Oh, I'm going to shoot bullshit. him. If he wouldn't have got caught for thirty. 30 more seconds he would have done it and then he would have been a a villain killing this well he could have volunteered politician and become like ralph nader Real and close. gotten something yeah. done you know he didn't have to kill him adam <clears throat> it'd be cool if this movie ended with him just becoming <clears throat> ralph nader and he's like seatbelts are a problem okay yeah we gotta fix seatbelts but um yeah so he gets he writes a he when he prepares to kill Palantine. I love the scene. He like burns the flowers. He puts on his shirt. He tucks his knife into his boot, and then he writes a letter to Iris and his like childlike scrawl. Where he's like, "Dear Iris, I am." He's like, Here's "By the money. time you read this, I will be dead." Yeah. Here's some money. Bye. And then he just like mails it, and then hey, like he bye. he shaves his head, gets a mohawk. Cool look. So yeah, let's let's make it would, it let me cool stand if, out like, more. <laughs> yes, it would have been cool if like when that in the crowd, it like it shows his like hands at first before you see them like the mohawk, wherever it pans up, he's got his mohawk. It'd be cool. It'd be cool if it was like like a soul patch. He just at, gave himself a soul patch, like Howie Mandel. Hands. Yeah, shaved head with a soul. Patch. And he's like, glasses. Yeah. And, and he just became a really cool guy. It pans down and he's wearing his army jacket, but he's wearing short jorts. Yeah. And then, totally. and then <laughs> he had to reinvent his look, you know, and he shaved a, his legs too. Way. You can tell he shaved his legs. <laughs> yeah. He just fully lost it. He, he just has a, a swastika carved in his forehead, like Charles Manson. Like, Hey, I'm a psycho. <laughs> Everybody look at me. I'm a psycho. Everybody. So, I'm a, I got a bunch of guns on me. There's an amazing scene also where before this, where he's like, he's like being suspicious, talking to the Secret Service guy. That was a real like former Secret Service or like FBI agent who, who's playing that role. And he tells him like he lives on like his name is Ray Crinkle. He lives on like 321 Hopper Street or some shit and gives him like six Perfect phone fake name, six digit phone number. Very suspicious, you know. He was Michael. Yeah, he's like wormy, clammy. <laughs> yeah, but that, cool. that guy said in Vietnam, dudes who went crazy would get like mohawks and like do weird shit like that. So, dude, the Vietnam War is crazy, dude. <laughs> that's part of the inspiration for that shit. That haircut. I mean, so yeah, he gets a good he, look. 
he almost kills the dude Palatine, but then they see him and then he runs away and then he just immediately drives that night to kill Sport, uh, Harvey Keitel. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Harvey Keitel doesn't recognize him. He's like, who are you? You got to, I don't recognize you with your new haircut. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Matthew, how's the pimping business? Hey, he was right. You're not a cop. That's a cool mohawk, man. And then they get along. He's like, how'd you like soul patch? (laughs) Let's hang. Let's start a jazz band. He looked like a jasmine. Jasmine? A jazz man. Yes. So then he just immediately shoots him. And then he sits down and just kind of like catches his breath. And it's like, he has no real plan. He's just like, I guess I'm going to just kill everyone and die in the process. So that's what I'm going to do. So he just like goes in. The effects are really good at the time. Yeah. He shoots that guy in the hand and like blows his fingers off. Yeah, that part's awesome. Yeah, it looked real. That's like very cutting edge for the time. Dick Smith did the visual effects. He uh, worked on The Exorcist. So then um, all these like weird New York pimp fat gangster guys and these aren't like this is like cool guys pigments these guys yeah yeah, they sit out the outside the door of a a 12 year old prostitute and collect 20 dollar bills you know these these aren't like john gotti days work okay so he's shooting them he shoots one guy in the face a bunch of times sport or yeah sport comes back too sport comes back with a gun yeah he shoots him that's when he that, when he pulls it out of his sleeve, right? Mm-hmm. Pulls out of that, his butt. That gun is so sick. An arm just comes <laughs> flying out of his butthole. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Doesn't uh, seem that fast though. That right? yeah, this scene is so cool. It's just this like bloodbath gunfight thing. It's so messy. It's so like immediately out of control. And like, but it's also I really liked the it delivers. The like, yeah. And just like the uh, building is such a, or like the hallway and stuff, it's real. It's so creepy and dark and like real, bare wall and like it's like real. he's going into like the bowels of something. It's not a set. It's not some bullshit. Well, it is it's a like set because a... they do that overhead shot though. In that room, know, that, maybe that but shot like, is so sick. I don't know. They might have carved it just in the saying. floor. Like, I think it's a real building. It looks fucking real. And yeah, it does. It looks great. The other thing is, like, when he's driving around, like, it's real New York behind them. They're not like they don't have green screen, rear projection bullshit like you have on everything now. Like, also, yeah, everything feels well, real, and everything has like source lighting. There's no like hyper lighting. There's no like. Well, the cinematography is really like clever. It's like cleverly using New York as like a light source with the rain and all the lights and all that thing. Like it makes this, this like beautiful, like uh, uh palette of like, it's very liquid and like it's wet. Yeah. It's drippy. It's, like, it's visceral. It gives the movie like this incredible atmosphere, but yeah, it really makes anyway. you feel like you're there. You know, it's just like a love letter to New York. <laughs> yeah. That Statue of Liberty never looked better than this. Movie, New you know? York people. I love that scene where he's, he goes to the Statue of Liberty and he salutes her. Yeah, and then she winks beautiful. at him. And then the, the, uh, the blue angels fly by. 
And he goes, remember that scene where he goes to the Empire State Building? He's looking out. He's like, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. <laughs> and then the blue angels fly by. <laughs> so then he um, he runs out of guns, but he grabs one off the floor and he shoots, shoots that one shoots, guy in the head. Shoots the pimp shoots the guy in the head. Shoots and he's going to kill himself, but he ran out of bullets. The blue angels fly by when he go- walks out. And so he's a hero. The co- the people are like, oh, this guy's good. He killed all the gangsters. What a cool well, guy. Realize... Newspapers like him. Yeah, that's well, what they realized about... that she was missing, and it was like a little kid. So would would he, like, this the kid. would they have cared if it was a grown woman instead of a kid? Would he have still been a hero? Interesting, Ryan. Also, if she was a grown woman, she'd have more of a, have... a choice in the matter. Yeah, right. Why people have the yeah. same sympathy for adults as they do for children <laughs> that's what we're saying what's the deal a lot of adults have bad jobs we should rescue them dude yeah just shoot up a chipotle and be like you're free <laughs> grab some chips on the way you don't have <laughs> to make got... burritos anymore oh i'm a hero i'm a hero <laughs> i know everybody calm down i'm not expecting free burritos but i really liked the uh you know how he like is in a coma and then you see all these like newspaper clippings and stuff i really appreciated that they showed the crime scene map in that one thing did you see iris's parents in the newspaper yeah and they're like hey this guy's cool they're scorsese's parents oh nice yeah, cameo. Really? what do you think yeah. about this ending that's William? cute like this is a you know it could ironic ending it's great mm. And Betsy's into him now. Betsy kind of likes him when she sees him. She's like, "Hey, Travis." Oh, well, yeah, like, he, oh, he's not a creep. Up, he's a. And he pulls up in the horse and buggy with his top hat, and his <laughs> life is totally now. reformed. Good evening, my lady. And then he's <laughs> like, "Is he going to ask her out? Is he not going to ask her out?" And he's like, "Bye," and just drives away. He literally <laughs> just takes off. It's like papers exaggerate stuff. He's playing it cool. He's playing the long game. I think it would have been nice if he got really down on one game. knee and proposed to her immediately. Yeah. Well, he knows now that she's full of shit. You know, she's part of the machine that is full of shit. He still wanted to kill that guy, the politician. Yeah. But he's just he matured. Couldn't. So he was like powerless, ultimately well, no, like powerless just, to change the system. So he like killed like the thing in his like orbit. I, I have a different interpretation. He drives off because he's, he's normal now because it? he because he went in that coma and he literally finally got sleep. So he's like chilled out. No. So he's reacting normal. My, here's my sounds interpretation. About, sounds about right. He's not, he doesn't have relief because he slept. He has relief because he came. Is when he murders oh. all those guys, that's him busting. That's his. That's him losing his sexual virginity. That's him like. That's what Scorsese's trying to say. That's him maturing into the right, into the right of passage of being a man. I mean, that makes sense. This is his expo- you- his orgasmic explosion of death. Damn. And then that's and then like that's why she looks at him differently. She's like, "Oh wow, you're a man now. You've killed like a bunch." I of can pimps. tell you've. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell. What if that was a rite of passage All right. that you had to do? Kill pimps. Yeah, Adam, you have to like take your kid out. Like when you take a kid hunting for the first time, you got to take him out to the other side the of the inner city. Other, other yeah. side of, yeah, the inner city, other side of the curb. And you go, see, little guy, one day you're going to have to kill a couple of those guys. Just shoot on house people. Well, gangs have initiation. No, pimps. Like that. Well, it's hard yep. to tell who is a pimp and who's just on the house. So. You can tell my roommate Adam. got jumped. 
Okay. Okay. Pimps have a certain boy. look. The flowing. You just kill fur like coat. A, like yeah, they have fur coat, big hats. Yeah. You just kill a clown or something. You're like you fucking <laughs> pimp piece of shit. <laughs> or I kill a pickup artist. I can. You go to like a party store. You're just shooting it up. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You go to like Universal Start. You go to the Chinese movie theater. You're just shooting up all the, the Batman and the Jack Iron Sparrows. Man. Yeah, <laughs> Jack Sparrow. You curb stomp them. You had a goat. They're like hero rescues. Adam putting his hands on the star. His star is being. Yeah, he puts his bloody handprints on the... the ground. His bloody footprint from the curb stomp. His Ryan, toe, did you... his toe shoe foot? Oh, you could get Ooh, a good curb sick, stomp dude. with toe oh. shoes. With the back <laughs> nice of your head. Get, the toes curl. <laughs> yeah, the toes <laughs> under the forehead. I, the, 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 the curl and then pick the head up, actually. And then slide. <laughs> yeah. That's the nice thing you can do with, with toe your shoes. foot. Gross. That's but, the most humiliating way to, to die. You know, yeah, yeah. Guys, like, just curb stomp me normally, please. <laughs> People are going to. What about that scene where this? he kills a guy in the grocery store? Yeah, then the shopkeeper starts beating him after he's dead with like a. Oh bat. yeah, that scene was so good, and he's like, "I, I can't, I don't, I, I don't, don't really have registered. papers for this." Um. What about like? So Ryan was saying you caught like there's like that flash of like, I'm still crazy like at the very end, right? Right. Which part? Where like he looks in the mirror. Yeah, and then he turns it, and then it's back to the, oh, like the yeah. city lights, and then the credits roll. Okay. okay. Yeah, he, of course he's still crazy. That's kind of a weird like. I want to talk about the editing for a second. That's kind of a weird like uh, uh, erratic cut. And there's a there's like I caught one other one. That's like when he's journaling. There's like a part where he kind of starts a sentence. And then, like, it shows the shot, and and then it like jump cuts back to the beginning of the sentence and the beginning of that shot. What do you think? Did you that? notice who edited the movie? Who was it? A lady. It's, it's not Thelma Schoonmaker. Oh, it's not. The editor of this movie is Marsha Lucas, George Marcia Lucas's Marcia. ex-wife, who left him. Ooh, Ooh. drama. <laughs> she was a big. I think she might have edited Star Wars. Um, uh, this movie is amazingly edited. I noticed That's the jump an amazing cut. edit. Yeah, the jump cuts. Yeah, well, just like, or I've only, I only really noticed that one, and then that kind of erratic mm. cut at the end. But like, I noticed one where yeah. he's looking. That's like, it's like you know when you, a shot's not long enough, you play it and then you reverse it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It could, like kind of goes and then goes back. Or there's it's like, like they play it twice. There's, like there's one where they play twice where it's just him looking and not even moving. It's when that guy's like, Doughboy's like, I got a piece of Errol Flynn's bathtub. I'm gonna sell it. It's like a really it's I never noticed it before, and I've seen this movie a lot. Um Doughboy's an awesome character. We also gotta talk about Easy Andy or Easy Eddie or whatever, the gun salesman, that guy. Sure. Is a great oh, well, character. That, he'll sell any fucking thing. Right. That's Ryan. Hell yeah. If you dude, lived in New York in the 70s. Car, dude. I can get you a fucking car. Brand uh, new Cadillac. Two, two grand. Brand new Cadillac. Uh, what do you need? You need soap? I can get you soap. I know. I got a soap guy. It's a beautiful little gun. Look how beautiful she is. And he's like, so he makes all the guns highly sexual. Well, it is. It's a sexy. Uh, guns are that. sexy. Look at that. huh? It's beautiful. 
Just rub that's that a over. salesman tactic. Crystal meth. Get your crystal. Yeah, meth. the the best salesman tactic is to get your customers horny about what they're gonna oh, get. Yeah. So if I was a Chipotle, if I worked huh? at a Chip- Chipotle employee, like, yeah, you want some of those beans, huh? Look at those beans. Look at those. Look juicy, at the beans. Hmm? The guy put at a little queso on there. Squeeze a little bit. Squeeze a little bit of that queso out. And get you a full bag of chips with the pink soup. I can get, I can get you guacamole too. It's gonna cost a little extra, but I can get you some. I know a guac guy. Want guacamole? Come on. Are you holding the burrito and pointing it at a person across the street like you're gonna kill them? <laughs> <laughs> Just holding it, a big ass burrito. It was it was like a mom and a child at a bus stop too. It's just having a gun. Knew a movie was being made. Probably not. I don't know. It'd be cool. You're watching a movie and it's just a guy holding a gun out a window. Like, what? <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm in a movie. Wait, what the fuck? They had to have been. Yeah. Be, they had to have been dressed for the. Well, what? Of course, of course, it's a studio film. Gotta get a big board. The camera's moving. It's a dolly track. It's like can't waste time. Did they rescue the teenage girl prostitute that was actually, or did Jodie Foster like? Okay, thanks. I think they all enjoyed themselves with a little reward after the shoot was finished. Jodie Foster bought the prostitute for a night as a celebration. Everyone just banged her. She made a little bonus. You know what I'm saying? She made that's that a little, uh, little hypocritical, under if the, you ask me. Under the table. This wasn't your SAG kind of bonus, you know? Albert Brooks went first. Hate the hypocrisy of Can that. Can I go first? Um, I don't <laughs> like, I'm scared of germs. I feel like my character um, looks like a bitch. I yeah, just want to apologize but... earlier when I said uh james brooks directed paper chase he directed that was james bridges my mistake that was just a ridiculous you're you just being ridiculous in that moment you're anyway, jeff so. daniels who would you recast the near you learned your lesson the modern day yeah john mm-hmm. Wynn. timothy Chalamet. or uh <laughs> oh we need a young guy we need a young fella john he's gotta w- be young ooh, john wick is john wick the character gus busting through that pimp house Young Keanu would have been good in this movie. Yeah. I don't know if Are Keanu's you talking to me? <laughs> By the way, that's scene... how's the freaking pimp game, buddy? It's all improvised, baby. It. De Niro bringing bring in the action with the improv. But when people do that impression of that scene, I kind of have, I haven't seen this movie in a while. And like when people do the you talking to me scene, they do a very like well, because yeah, there's they, a whole a lot of comedians, a lot of comedians did bad impressions, impersonations. It made me think that that's how he was doing in a scene, but it's like he doesn't even have like the De Niro accent. Not yet, really. He's not doing like the squinty thing. You know, doesn't he? Doesn't he also just say it's it like in the, a lot of movies? It's like he's being the guy from Meet the Fockers. That's what I expected to see, like Meet the Fockers, De Niro. Well, yeah, that's what and I would the do. I would recast it as De Niro. De Niro now. Just disappointed. That would Ooh. be my recast. De-aged Irishman style. The, a little VFX. Yeah. Dirty grandpa. I think Ryan would be a good Travis Bickle. Hell yeah! I'm gonna get you. Adam pimps. would make a great Iris. <laughs> and I would could be sport the pimp. Why would I make a great Iris? You have an innocence. It'd be cool if Iris was just a guy <laughs> in his 30s yeah, that like didn't sense. know he was he's he's like, no, he takes care of me. He gives me video. He's like, 
Hey, come here. I bought you a new video game. Come on. Oh, he seems nice. Music. I would be. I think I would be. I would never fall for that. I'd be the wizard, probably. Oh, yeah. The old, no, the uh, old driver. Oh, Peter Boyle. Oh, dude. Adam, you could be Betsy. You could uh, be yeah, beautiful. I'm a beautiful, smart. No, yeah, William is the wizard, and I'm like, Travis going, hey, guys, I think I'm really slipping. I think I'm really losing it here, buddy. I well, think get I laid. Help. And then get laid. <laughs> that seems awesome. Eat cottage cheese. <laughs> have you tried wearing toe separators? Dude. Have you separated your toes? Yeah, work on your po- have you, do a headstand. <laughs> I mean, have you ever did you ever Sounds try like the any hustle, of these things? Yeah, every day. I'm, I'm I thinking a, about I going on a killing spree while doing a I'm gonna kill myself and, and go on a killing spree and die in a hail of bullets. Oh. Have you thought about getting toe shoes? You can you can drink mercury. <laughs> Have you thought about getting toe shoes? Like, Look you at know this. What? You should buy this tuna fish. It's the best it's tuna. That's, that's tuna it, is really good. On the label, it says it's the best. Therefore, it's the best. It's worth it's getting. Good wild for you. Tuna. Every, everybody's listening. I was trying to give Ryan some ideas about how to fish. improve his. Yeah, but you got to do something. You're young. Yeah, he should stop drinking. He's killing himself with booze, Adam. There's nothing else that matters. But then what? He's going to become like just fat vegan who only has carbs. That would be yeah. great. That would be so much healthier than what he's doing now. Gotta but anyway, I digress. Fats. I say, go out, get laid. I'm going to just shave my head instead. Look, a guy patched. does a job and he becomes a job. It's a sense of purpose. And my job is to drink every bottle in the goddamn room. It's not, I got some real bad ideas. Not much of a wizard. No, what if he, he was Gandalf? Like, yeah. Wow. Nah, maybe we should just keep the ring here. Yeah. And it's, oh, I'm thinking yeah, about take, taking a ring, throwing it in the Mount Doom. Mm, go on. Just go get, go on get made. Sucked. What was Yoda and Luke? Stay in this yurt with me, you will. Sexual <laughs> intercourse will I have. Darth Vader's the pimp, obviously. That'd be tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Princess Leia is the fucking Iris. Yeah. yeah. So, that sounds fun. It's this crazy how... Mad TV, I'm ready for you. Adam's got to piss. Which is code for he's thirsty. <laughs> Got his ass. Got his ass and he's not, he's not listening. He's he pissing he's in a jar in yeah, the, I was the shed. Say, do you think he's being behind? He's just pissing. Do you think Wit lets him in to pee or does he got to pee? <laughs> he's pissing in the shed, I have a feeling. Adam is he's, definitely a guy who pisses in He's literally in a dog. He's a dog. A dog <laughs> pisses on the grass. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's outside right now, just circling a spot till he can find the good spot to pee. And the neighbors sniffing are sniffing the grass. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we learn? What's the lesson of taxi oh, driving? Don't go to war. Don't get PTSD. <laughs> don't just join kill the bad military. guys, and you'll be okay. It's okay to kill pimps. Yeah, if you do the bad guys. 
if you're just um, if you're doing it and it's kind of cool how you do it and they're bad then yeah if your job's not going well maybe you should change your job yeah or just don't simp over girls you know every okay. uh, look at the problem every situation bad every bad situation he got into in this movie was chasing after a girl true simp city over here it's like my brother he always complains about san francisco and it's like full of homeless people and it's dirty and it's like yeah bro like leave like you're the only one who still lives there like we all you live in that city when you're young you know this is not a, it's not a it's place like to you, raise a family you don't live there forever and just be like what the hell we gotta clean this town up what in the heck just get out of there De Niro. you got a taxi is it even his taxi is there even a taxi? What if it's all in his mind? It could be one of those movies. Mm. He's just a bum fantasizing about all that. What if he was a ghost? Then he just disappears at the end and the taxi just drives away. This is too scary. And then Darth Vader's ghost nods in approval. It's like... Dun, 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 it's dun, Darth dun, Vader. It's Darth Vader. Um, Bill Cosby's ghost dad ghost. <laughs> and... <laughs> And they're just both nodding Haley Joe Osment with approval. Yeah. As a ghost, even though he didn't die in the movie. Doing thumbs up. Haley Joel Osment. Bruce Willis would be good in a remake of this. Uh, and I mean, that's took, basically. And it's like took place in space, and there's a, a woman who's the fifth element, love. Uh, what do you think the moral of this movie is, Adam? Uh <clears throat> Uh, <laughs> just piss your brains out or what? Get that p- get that P, right, Adam? Get that D. Excuse me? Get that D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that dick. That's the lesson. That's the lesson for everything. Get the D. Okay. Crow, Rushmore, Travis get Bickle. Just get the dick. Slip it in. Who's prick dick? Prick. These are all prick young men tap. movies, aren't they? We've all we all got these loners, these creeps, these weirdos. Interesting. No, like to get all those mine? guys in a room together, see what they talk about. Angry young men. Why don't we? Well, how come we don't like nice movies like Bad Pee-wee. Lieutenant? Eat, pray, love. Yeah. What if nothing I about, eat, nothing about a woman? She Paris. murdered a... a nice. You know, romantic. I wanted comedy. to watch Wedding Singer. It's playing at New Beverly next month. Why do you like that movie so much? I'm a heartless romantic. Heartless? Huh? <laughs> okay. I'm a rapist romantic. <laughs> um, and what the big. I don't want. I want to talk more about the movie, but it's like we've moved on. I feel what like. the editing. No, we no, can talk I was about the say movie. The beginning, I'm sure I was it's, like, it's probably the mercury feel like, from all that tuna you're eating. It's clogging doesn't your feel like up. old noir, like an old film noir. Yes. Yeah. Minus, the, uh, the, minus the detective. There's from no the streets, baby. Especially the beginning with the score and stuff like that, and like the the shot it's of his so- eyes, like very noiry. Definitely doesn't feel like we're in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Okay, okay. Doesn't feel like a Technicolor Wizard of Oz or Gone with the Wind style movie. Yeah, it feels like a dark and dirty streets of New York, baby. Well, you, it's the streets look nasty. But is it's there like great... a noir that this movie is? I don't know. Who cares? This mo- the episode's over. It's look. Well, it looks noir, like movies. There are have a detective no. aspect. 
Yes. No. Or a okay. mystery right, or what? No. I don't have an f- opinion about this, actually. This movie looks like a movie shot on the streets, okay? That's the thing. It's away from the set. It's on the streets. It's real. It's raw. It looks like Italian neorealism. It looks like some film noirs. There's a great film noir movie called Crime Wave, directed by Andre de Toth. That's all shot in the streets of L.A. Like, there's lots. There's, like, some New York no- noirs. Eric, ones on, are from like Eric Andre, that's who I'd recast a movie, the as. The wow. Sweet Smell of Success is probably an influence on this movie. That's all shot in Times Square. That has the great line. The cat's in the bag and the bag's in the river. Damn. Who's that? Al Pacino? Tony Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis's dad says that. Or does Burt Lancaster? I can't remember. Jamie Sweet Lee's a Nepo, baby. You didn't know that? Of course. What the fuck? You didn't know that? It's like every time these guys are fucking Nepo babies. Well, that's Tony Curtis. That's literally the. But who? I'll tell you What's three gentlemen on? who are not Nepo babies: Paul Schrader, Martin Scorsese, oh, Robert De Niro. Three kings of their craft. Three men who rose from the streets to deliver. They did not rise from this. Well, a beautiful I'm, movie. Yeah, that's yeah. Where did that's, De, cool. where did De Niro go to babies. school? <laughs> but so many dorm rooms. Po- they have inspired many dorm room posters and T-shirts and little bits of. Of you know audio what? added into songs like the I was Crow thinking, soundtrack. I was thinking about Taxi this. Driver. Oh, really? The yeah. Pantera song. It goes, suck on this. Oh, nice. And I'm like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like, I was like, oh, this <laughs> feels very real. Like, oh, the, yeah. Is this, are these guys from this, this, these streets or this life or whatever? And then I was like, wait a minute. No, like, it's like, you know, this movie is such a, well-composed movie you can really feel and like you know martin scorsese puts like his does touches like putting himself in like the Sybil shepherd shot but his parents in the movie puts his parents well i was just mean like he's doing all these like flourishes like a symphony he's like crafting this like symphony and and then i picture i was like oh i'm picturing him like tar in a tuxedo like showing this to the the film the elites of the film world and like all that stuff and like getting praise, like a standing ovation at Cannes and stuff like that. And then I was thinking like, if he's from the streets, like, but he's wearing a tuxedo, when does the tuxedo become your real clothes? Like what, who you really are. What? Is he known for just wearing a guy a tuxedo? tuxedo? Yeah. Cause he only, he's like, a, he's got a closet full of him, like Ernest. Really? Why, no, not, not, no not that part. I mean, you know, Make it I make an interesting point. I don't want to like make a stupid joke. <laughs> I think when so you it's like it. at one point, at one point, when does the tu- when does the man stop wearing the tuxedo and the tuxedo starts wearing the man? Exactly. Thank you, Ryan. Just a thought, little thought experiment for people. Well, here's the thing about show business is that you can rise from the gutter and become an A-list director, A-list movie star. You can Nepotism, become famous. Cronyism, you can become a sir, a, real thing. a knight. You can win an Oscar, and if in America you can rise, you can rise from your class. So think about it: if you're an American out there, and you're unhappy with your station in life, it's your fault. Okay, Scorsese did it, De Niro did it. Get out, get out there, get a gun, make a movie, or get make a, a movie. Get, get a gun or make a movie. Get an IKEA dresser, take that sucker apart. 
use the door hinges and yeah, door oh, otherwise door in america it's like that's or be like jamie lee curtis have your have your parents be rich that's what that's i want that one yeah can i do that one are we picking both of you you have rich parents so you said you can do whatever you want you said you can do whatever you want get out there and do it but i can't make my parents rich before i was born it'd be nice if i was born into the i could make them rich now so you're wrong it's kind of a lottery make them rich in laughter ryan there's so many good directors and whenever they see me actors and screenwriters with great talent who made great movies and then didn't get any success and you know yeah me it's unfair but not everybody gets to be a winner oh hey man that's That's the dark side of america some people lose i'm winning no yeah i'm winning too i was just kidding i'm all the way up i'm rich and i'm rich in laughter and love i'm rich in ibs i got that in spades i think it'd be cool in this movie if the last scene betsy didn't get in the cab and albert (laughs) brooks got in the cab and it was just really awkward oh hey i saw uh, your thing in the newspaper and he turns around (laughs) yeah he starts hitting on him yeah what about that scene where denier or or martin scorsese's like look up in that window and then you just see his silhouette of the girlfriend oh Yeah. yeah wife perfectly lit that's what gives him the that's idea how I stand in front of windows right? and light a cigarette all the time completely naked and that, that's the guy that kind of gave him the idea of like you can just go shoot him just get a 45 and that's the gun he yeah. buys and that's the other thing like if he was that's why the if the pimp was black that theme would be like working not, so well not a good look it'd be so real you think they cave to the woke mafia I just think this no. movie is so good that it's it's amazing to me that it's possible that it could be even better. It could be even more raw. Totally. And, you know, there's so many good actors that could have played that role. Um, Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan in blackface. I mean, there's so Martin many. Martin Short. Martin Short in blackface. Mike uh, Epps. Mike Epps, Ice Cube. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. Uh, Tyler Media. Perry, he plays... Tyler, he, it's Medea instead of the Jodie Foster. Yafit Koto. But Tyler also plays the, the pimp one. and all the gangsters inside. Oh, yeah, because he could do that. Yeah. Kind of Eddie Murphy sort of clumps thing. But that's the only time in the movie that anything like that happens. Just all of a sudden, yeah, there's just right. six of the same actor. There are ways that this movie could be better, William. Tyler Perry. But Tarantino says the score is terrible in that. Bernard Herman pawned it off cheaply to Scorsese and it's half ass. And I don't agree. I think, I think the There's saxophone thing is cheesy. Weird. The yeah, saxophone stuff is cheesy, mouth. but the stuff that's not the saxophone is actually pretty tense. Yeah. I, I like the beginning where it like transitions. You're like, oh, this is weird. Like the drums are like, dun, 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 yeah. dun, like the low energy stuff, like the, that Tarantino stuff I think is a big mouth. Literally, he has a giant mouth. He has like an opinions shit. and he's entitled to them. But it's something to think oh, about. I just mean it's... physically. Well, also like Scorsese, normally he uses pop music. Whoa, Scorsese. 
Did you know his name really is Scorsese? But I don't like to say it that way. What is it? Sacy? Scorsese. You're right. Wow. Feels sounds weird. Talking about Michael like Scorsese. Feels like you can't say it and not sound effeminate. <laughs> Martin right? Martin Scorsese. If you like this movie, a very similar movie is Bringing Out the Dead with Nicolas um, Cage. Uh, Joker. Maybe we should watch uh, that. Yeah, this movie. Joker is talk obvious. about the influences from the Joker on this movie, William. The Joker well, is copying this movie, King of Comedy. Taxi, well, Taxi Driver is literally King of Comedy and and he's, this like combined. He's doing like Joker stuff when he's seeing the porno movie, like while he's going like on like losing his mind or whatever. He's doing he's like sitting well, in he's there wearing doing that Joker stuff. Being, like, suit. And who played the talk show host? Yeah. Yeah. And the Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When he starts doing the finger movements and like Yeah. It's very Joker fingers he's got yeah. going on. I don't think it's very nice to kill those nice young men. Yeah, I don't think that was nice at all. I don't know. That's that's the same character. That's Travis grown up. He becomes a famous. Wow. So he becomes the the machine. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's more of a king of comedy kind of reference. But hey, that movie's also awesome. Taxi Driver 2. There was going to be a Taxi Driver 2 video game for PlayStation 2. There are screenshots online. It was so bad. They can't. It's so bad they canceled it. Oh. Or it was a taxi like driver was game. Be like Grand Theft no. Auto style? Like Crazy Taxi? They actually were going to make a Taxi Driver 2 movie with De Niro and Scorsese. But that What's never happened. That would have ruined, ruined it. That would have ruined it. I don't you know, know if it was... They were gonna, he was just older. Oh. <laughs> so It's kind of like a bucket list sort of movie. Still, he'd be like Wizard or something. But what's yeah. our ratings? I give it five, five stars. Easy, perfect movie. Squeezy, perfect movie. lemon, peasy. Half a star. <laughs> harsh. That's really just harsh. Kidding, Adam. I'm kidding. But maybe you just have a maybe you're just a very fair judger and you're just like, hey, you know. I'm just trying this, to be like be a nuanced about my film opinions is, these days. This is like the fourth or fifth time I've seen this movie, and it's always entertaining. I can't but this is so annoying, Ryan, that you fucking my the my favorite my birthday pick rushmore you didn't watch it i didn't have and enough you're time. like shitting all over and you're just like this movie sucks i hate it you're all being like sucked. grumpy it's a bad movie. it sucked it's i don't like a, West i don't know i just you want to go back into it i wanted to get some cheers for my birthday pick like william's getting right now you can't okay. control ryan you can't control me He's an unhinged. One day, maniac. one day I'll be, one day I'll be here with this hair. The next day I'll have a mohawk. I dare you to shave theater. it to a mohawk. If I dare you, double dare. Next week's movie: Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Stuck on this. Oh, oh, oh. Jump, jump, jump.